Thank you for joining us for another night of Dungeons & Dragons. I am, as always, your host and Dungeon Master, Kenny. I have with me my entire party tonight, Sans our Warlock, uh, Valen Des. He will be joining us next week. So, from the top, we have our fighter. Hey, everybody. It's Jeff playing here. Our cleric. Hi, this is Scott playing Slate. Our bard. Hi, this is Austin playing Elf. And our artificer slash wizard. Hey y'all, it's Dylan playing Boomer. Can I shorthand that to Artifi Wizard or Artif Arty Wizard or anything like that? Yeah, Art Wizard's super cool. All right, I'm gonna try and incorporate that moving forward. Uh, so when we last left off, our adventurers had just spent a very uh, luxurious and relaxing, uh, dare say, fortuitous week in the kingdom of Detroit, when they had uh, again spoken to Bagdurazor, their uh, confidant, director, coordinator, I don't know exactly what you'd call him, uh, but uh, they he informed them that they were to travel west, or, or sorry, eastbound to the port city and... Uh, and, and hitch a ride on a merchant vessel that was leaving, I believe I said, like, two weeks, and it was about a ten-day trek. Yeah. So, uh, it's, it's, you know, the next morning, you guys have just shy of a week, or uh, just shy of two weeks to get that distance down. Um, is there any last second things you guys wanted to do in Detroit before you left? Uh, we left Detroit, and we're about to fight an evil Baba Yaga. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, right. We dragged, we dragged our souls to the Baba Yaga. We were on the spirit quest. Oh my god, I completely forgot about how that session ended. Um, right, one second. <laughs> my pants are on the ground. <laughs> um, but also, you mentioned, is there anything that we want to do before leaving Detroit? And I just remembered, Dracon, that I told you that there was a thing that I was going to forget to to do the next time that we were in a city where I could buy things. You forgot to do it. And I forgot to do it. Do you want to go ahead and get rid of a certain amount of money and have a helm of comprehend languages? I really would like to do that, yes. Okay, so here's the deal. It's going to cost you 8,000 gold. Okay. And, and it's, a it's, a, it's a helm of comprehend language uh, parentheses focused. So... If you focus your listening on a language, after a few seconds, the helmet will attune to that language and you will understand it, be able to speak it, as long as you're wearing the helmet. Okay. Um. If you want to get technical, it takes an action to attune the helmet to a language that you're listening to. Uh, just to make it look fly itself. Um, like a head band. Or a cool hat, like a beanie of comprehension. I am around, nay, a tiara, but I need it to look fly. I, I think it should be mandatory that it looks like one of the hats that the royals were wearing during the wedding. I think that's yeah. that's that kind of dates the episode, which I don't actually have a problem with. But not only did I not watch it, so I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Those like. Lay to the side, big round brimmed hats that the Brits always wear. A beret? They're not peasants. We haven't cared about a royal wedding since 1776. Alright, never mind. <laughs> uh, you can go ahead and have some privilege with how this, this item looks, but obviously it's not 
uh, armor, grade, anything. That's fine. I'm gonna I'm gonna start posting things of how it doesn't look. That's <laughs> there's a lot of material here. <laughs> Where are you? Why is that so funny? <laughs> oh, we're off the rails. Well, we were hardly on them, were we? Yeah, we were on rails once and ended up with the uh, demons in the, in the dead world. That's true. You guys ended up in one of the dead worlds. Uh, I'm doing that paper manipulation on my character sheet right now. So, God, her eyes are haunting me. <laughs> Where are you looking for this stuff? Hashtag general. D and D general. Oh, uh, what the fuck is that silliness? <laughs> she looks so dead inside. That's what I've been laughing at this whole time. Yeah, no, well, I got There's like three families you can breed into. That's what happens. <laughs> Just. That is. That's not how people smile. <laughs> that's how, like, like. That's how wild humans. animals, like, bare teeth at one another to establish dominance in territory I was, wars. I was about to say. And the, yeah. and the peasants, they eat this bread? Yes, sir, they enjoy it. Then I shall enjoy it as well. <laughs> I mean, also, I, I, I've been totally using this time to get this encounter together because I was completely prepared. I mean, not really prepared. I was really hoping for his finger guns of warlockiness for this fight. Yeah, you and everyone else, I'm sure. Fun fact, you know what? If we win, he doesn't get his memories back. That's not fair. We, we keep them in a bottle. That's, that's particularly malevolent. What, am I going to, like, extract them like Snape at the end of Harry Potter? Oh, man, that'd be cool, though. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. Spoiler alert. Uh, Han Solo dies. Oh, my God. Why? Dude, it happens at the Han end Solo of... Han Solo dies at the end of Harry Potter? No, it happens at the end of season two of Farscape. <laughs> and then nukes wow. the Commonwealth. Hey, man, I like Farscape. Me and, like, three other people. No, I like Farscape 2. It was like a deep cut. Yeah, man. You gotta go for the deep pulls. Plus, all fucking Farscape pulls are deep pulls. Correct. <laughs> right. You can't be like this incredibly like nuanced reference towards Farscape. Oh, man, that's that makes a lot of sense. Of course you'd go to Farscape for that. <laughs> no one has ever said that. No one. <laughs> one guy said it in 2002, and no one has heard of him since. 2002, that's about when RuneScape was king. Oh, speaking of kings, um, roll initiative. Oh, okay. Hold on. I get out my D10. It's starting out, boys. It's starting out good. Oh, is it? Yeah. Woo. Got that nap one. I'm going to take a picture. I got the opposite of you. Not an extra boy yet. 
So, Geheran, what's your initiative? Uh, that is a 17. What's your dexterity score? Uh, negative one. Not the modifier. What's the actual physical score? Eight. Okay. Um, L. 15, 18, sorry, 18. Okay. Slate. 10. 10. Boomer. 22. Okay. All right. Um, so the first thing that happens is the, uh, I believe I stated, now that's all kind of coming back to me, the uh, the sheepish old man sort of immediately like kowtowed and began to pray as you all appeared before them, mm-hmm. like when they detected you. And the uh, old woman drew a, her wicked little, little dagger. Um, his spell that he was casting finishes. Um, and all of you see, like, shadowy shackles reach out and lash upon your wrists and ankles. You do not feel encumbered by these chains in any way. But you feel like your ability to teleport away has been denied. Well, like, you know that sensation where you flew halfway across the world in the the astral realm in, like, the blink of an eye? Yeah, you you don't feel like you could do that right now. Okay. And with that, you notice that uh, you also seem to be in your corporeal bodies again. Despite still being in the astral realm. Hmm. As do the, the Baba Yaga and the old man. So, um, I believe Boomer is up first. Mm-hmm. Boomer, make a wisdom save. Oh, no, the worst of my saves. That's a ten. <laughs> you, are, you are under the effects of Bane. If you make attack rolls, saving throws, or skill checks, you roll a d4 in addition to your d20, and then you subtract the d4's roll from your d20. Um, 25 feet tops. Oh, okay. How big is the house? Um, I believe I said before it was like a 15 square. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna, can I see the old man? Am I within sight? Yeah, the old man and the old woman are both outside of the house with you. Okay. All right, roll to hit. Yep. Fifteen. Let me roll my D four. Find a D four. So that's a fourteen. Uh, that's a miss, my dude. 
Yeah. All right. Uh, bonus action. Reload, and then I'm gonna move back behind Gaharen. Okay. Good call. That's fine. Well, listen, man. I am not a sturdy boy. And then that'll be my turn. Okay. Um. Next up is the Babiaga. She runs into the fray and slices at Geheran her with her wicked little dagger. And also with her gnarled, clawed arm. Uh, that's a critical on the dagger and definitely a miss with 16 with the, yes. the claw. Don't worry. Uh, you made out probably better in that, in that way. Who knows? All right, um, make, make a Constitution save. Uh, helpful. Okay, cool. What's Garen's second highest stat? Is a Constitution. Cool. What's a ten do? Uh, fails the save. Oh, good. Okay, so you take uh, one point of piercing damage, and then twenty points of poison damage. That's worse. And make a charisma save. Sorry, boys. Fifteen? Um, you feel imminent danger right behind you. It's that snarling little runt that always loads that explosive weapon. He can't control it. You've seen him lose control of that weapon before. You have to destroy it. You are being commanded to attack and attempt to sunder the Thunder Cannon. Cool. Like, right now? On your turn, which is okay. actually right now. Cool. Uh, Garen would, like, look down at the uh, cut through his armor and then turn around and look at Boomer. And then his eyes go to the gun. And it just says, <laughs> Boomer, <laughs> put that down now. But even as he's saying that, he's just swinging for the gun. Okay, do you know how to make a Sunder attack? No. Okay, well let's take a trip down learning lane, shall we? Because I don't either. I, I imagined it was as simple as swinging at it with a halberd. Well, yeah, but we have to determine, like how you heard it and such, and I frankly don't know off the top of my head. I know Sundering is just a, a, a type of attack now. Um, Sorry, as a reaction, can I put my body in between the blow? Yes, you may. Yeah, I'm going to do. Okay, so go ahead and make a attack roll, Garen. Uh, and you're doing it with disadvantage. Oh. Oh, thank Christ. <laughs> what? Oh, that's a 9, as opposed to a 19. Okay. Um, so, since you missed the weapon, you will hit Boomer instead. Roll damage. Uh, sorry, Boomer. It's fine. Sad little six. All right, so you take six damage. And I'm dead. No, I'm 
about to say. After how much damage it has dumped on your fighter, six damage better not put your ass in the ground. You have full health. Okay. Uh, Geheran, you end your turn. Alright. Um, Pluvial. Whoa! It actually should have been your turn. I'm very sorry. Oh. Whoops. So, uh, you should have gone before the Baba Yaga did. So, in, in, in fairness to you and the party, I'm going to give you advantage on any attack no, roll. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Okay. No. <laughs> I think he was about to say attack roll, and I don't take attack rolls anyway. Um. So. Make a wisdom save. Oh right. I don't think. Uh, do I get bonus to that? Wisdom. I do. That's an eighteen. You will suppress the chains that are trying to bane you. I mean, you're still being affected by the chains, but you're not baned. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, so my man, Gaharan, is still sort of enraptured, or was that just a one-turn... Oh, you're, he's he's visibly not himself. His eyes are misted over. I see. And he's, like, gently foaming at the mouth. Gently foaming at the mouth. Yeah. Okay. You know how it goes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Macho Man yeah, yeah. before his cup of coffee. <laughs> Let's see, what can I do about that? Can I do anything about that? I don't do a whole lot of get out of my friend's mind spells. Uh, I don't actually have any... Uh, do I have any idea if that was a spell or is this a poison? Uh, hard to tell. You weren't there. Well, my point is you weren't, like, either the caster or the affected. Right. And there was no reaction to make a check to discern if the spell was being cast. Yeah. Gotcha. Um... I'm looking through my options, and I'm terribly sorry. There's a good one. Um, can I cast that on other people? Let me check. I have it right here. Uh, yes, I can. Oh, it's a constitution save? Yeah. Gesundheit. Sorry, guys. You're good. his friends hitting his other friends, so he goes ahead and casts Levitate on Gaharan. Okay. Uh, he gets a constitution save to try and pass, unless he's a willing creature. Uh, the, he, he is only being compulsed to attack the, the, the gun, so Gaharan can make the decision for himself. Solid five. Solid five is not enough. Let's say. 
That is that is a floating fighter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, levitate him. How how far up can I go with this in one round? I think sixty I feet. Up to twenty feet. So I set oh. him twenty feet up. Do you send him like over towards the? I can only do vertical. Oh, okay. You can't. I can literally only do up. So huh. he goes up twenty feet. Gotcha. I'm assuming there's a ceiling before twenty feet. No. We're outside, aren't we? Yeah, you, you guys are outside. Oh, I thought we were in their living room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, the way I remember it, and correct me if I'm wrong, listeners, that, like, you guys spooked them and they, like, ran outside or teleported outside or something. I had it in my mind that you guys were fighting them just outside of the house. That's fine, too. It's probably better that way. Yeah. Less, <laughs> less fireballs and such. So that's my turn, but I'm also going to go ahead, or excuse me, that's my action, but I'm also going to go ahead and cast, or, or um, give gentle words of encouragement to the gnome, and tell him to shoot her better, and or good, whatever, you know. It, it's and or good, you're right, shoot her and or good. Yeah. Okay. Next up is Slate. How far is she from me? Maybe, oh, five, ten feet tops. Is she the only thing in the room that seems hostile so far? Uh, it, just her and then the, the, the old man. Um, gonna try to touch her? Yeah, I mean... Uh, so I, w- I walk up to her... And I'm going to try and curse, bestow curse on her. Okay, make a wisdom save to see if you get baned. Wisdom. Uh, it's not 20. All right, you su- suppress the will to be baned, and you sort of lash at the effect and dispel the shackles on you, and you become ethereal again like the rest of the astral plane. Hot dang. Well, let's see how well she rolls. She needs to make a wisdom saving throw... Or a lot of stuff happens. Yep. Wisdom save? Yep. Wisdom, my spell save is 15. She failed. Pot diggity dang. You touch a creature, and that creature must succeed on a wisdom saving throw. If they fail when you cast the spell, choose the nature of the curse. Choose one ability score while cursed. The target has disadvantage on ability checks and saving throws made with that ability score. While cursed, the target has disadvantage on attack rolls against me is another option. Or while cursed, the target must make a wisdom saving throw at the start of each turn. If it fails, it wastes its action. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, uh, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to choose the curse that uh, messes with its ability scores. Okay. Um, while cursed, the target will have disadvantage on ability checks and wisdom, uh, wisdom ability checks and wisdom saving throws. Okay. Nice. So any spell that requires a wisdom save, she now has disadvantage on it. It's uh, concentration duration's one minute. Yep. Uh, and I'll also summon my spiritual weapon. Okay. That will end it for Slate. All right. Um, all right. The old man 
sort of <clears throat> mutters and finishes a spell and ends with sort of a like a loud ending to his incantation as lightning begins to crackle from his fingertips. Hey, Tracon, I'd like to cast counter spell on that. Okay. If it's third level or lower, it's oh, just I know. immediately gone. If it's higher than that, I have to roll. Yeah, you got to roll, baby. Yeah, I figured. Fortunately, um, health plays blue. DC equals 10 plus... What is my... I'm using my spellcasting ability. Yep. Okay. And do I get proficiency bonus to that? No. Nope. Well, I get half of it anyway. Bonus? You, I don't believe you get provisioncy bonus for it. Okay, so I will have uh, plus four. So it's an eighteen. Okay, yeah, you you counter spell what was definitely an evocation. Um, this terrifies the old man, and he huddles, ter- uh, terrified in his position, and pulls like the hood of his cloak over his face, and like, just like crumples up. Um, Great right. success. Yep. <clears throat> all right, reset the initiative. We're going back to Boomer. Shoot the old man. Okay. Wait, do I need to make a wisdom saving throw again? No, no you're no. you're already baned. Cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, um, if I roll a nat twenty, does does bane still affect it? Um, it does, but it doesn't make it not a critical that hits. Okay, so. Uh, that's uh, 20, I mean not 20, uh, that would be a 19. Okay, it's still a critical that hits. Cool, awesome. Let me roll my stuff. I didn't equip a Thunder Monger round, so it's just the normal damage. Yeah, but it's just the maximized damage. Oh, cool. Then that's... Plus okay, he takes 15 damage. And howls in pain. Cool. Uh, cool. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. This causes the Baba Yaga to look at you with fierceness in her eyes. Oh, shit. Uh, how close is she to you? Uh, five, ten feet. She was just on the other side of Gaharan from you. Is, can she stab me if I try to run away? No. Uh, she is not within five feet of you. Well, because she's just, she's one square away. No, I get you, I get you. Uh, yeah, I'm going to move my full 25 in, like, a crescent around, like, away from her. Okay. 
Uh, and then I'm going to reload with a Thundermonger. Okay. Oh, I forgot. Uh, never mind. We will. Uh, I forgot about it. Uh, my uh, familiar. Do you want me to roll for him, or is he still hanging out with the other witch? Uh, she didn't send him over. Cool. And he's hanging out there. Yep. All right. L, you're up. Um, just to make sure that our our good friend Boomer doesn't eat it, uh, L casts Vicious Mockery on the Baba Yaga. Okay. That is a wisdom save, which should take advantage for disadvantage. Yep. She fails. Okay. Uh, she takes 2d4 and has disadvantage on her next attack roll. Okay. Okay, six damage. Yeah. She sort of seems to clutch her head for a moment. All right. It is... Did you want to do anything else with your turn? step away from wherever she is so that she has to run it. I don't know. He's, he's spooked better. Okay. Alright. <clears throat> so it is the Baba Yaga's turn. And uh, she... Uh-oh. Okay, we're good. She, uh turns to Slate and her sort of gaze pierces you and you can feel it in your soul for a moment. Um, make a wisdom save with advantage. Okay. Oh, thank God for advantage. Uh, 21. Do you know what comes after a nat 20 without advantage? Uh, no. A two, but luckily we got a 16 for advantage. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so what's that in total then? Uh, 20, not that. I got a plus four to wisdom. All right. Uh, that unfortunately is still going to fail, this DC. Because this spell is being cast at an incredibly elevated level. You got it. Uh, you are under the effects of Dominate Person. And the Baba Yaga, holding the side of her head still, commands you to attack uh, Pluvial. <clears throat> well, here I go killing again. Oh, and with that, the charm effect fades off of Geharin. Qu question? Yeah. I was concentrating on Bastille Curse Her. I assume because I'm dominated that that is no longer in... Play. You are still concentrating on that spell. She has not commanded you to dissolve the effect. Interesting. Okay. Well, she Just can only checking. she can only issue one command per round. <laughs> and I felt Fair like enough. telling you to attack your friends was more pertinent. Okay. So uh, with that, she also um, rushes Boomer and is now standing within five feet of Boomer, but 
ends her turn there. It is Gaharan's initiative. Gaharan, you've come to your senses. Um, Garen would shake his head and... Am I able to move myself under the levitate, or am I... No, there. I have to move you. And he wouldn't be able to do that on my turn, would he? Nope. I mean, I imagine since you're a non-willing creature, you could make the save again, right? Or no? Because uh, he... Uh, let me look at him. Uh, I think you only get one save at the start of your turn. Okay. At the start of the spell, yeah. That seems pretty uh, strong, but... Oh! Wait. Holy crap, I read the spell wrong. Oh? Oh, no, no, no. Okay, yeah. Wait, what? Pitter-patter. It's really confusing. I'm just going to read this to you. You can interpret it however you want. The target, the target can only move by pushing or pulling against a fixed surface within reach, which allows it to move as if it were climbing. It can also move up or down as part of its movement. You can change the target's altitude by up to 20 feet on your turn. Otherwise, you can use your action to move the target, which must remain within the spell's range. So it, I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means that it can climb up and down. Or if it can so, control the spell. To me, it sounds like he could... He's under the effect of the spell outside of his desire, but can yeah. can move vertically on his own. Okay. I feel like if he was still aggressive towards you and your party, then he would have to make a check. Like, a, like a, he would have to make a save against that. But since he's no longer aggressive to you all, I would go ahead and say that you know, he could move willingly. Uh, L is willing to, to let him move as he wants to since he sees that the, the spell has gone off. So, Good, certainly. But, but I have nothing to push off, correct? No, but you can move vertically however you want. But once you um, get to the ground level, you'll have to pull yourself along the ground. And, and I suppose just down wouldn't put me in range of the not not with melee, no. No, not even. Do you have, have a ten foot reach? They do. Yeah, but she 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 followed um, Boomer, who oh, that's right. Who moved twenty five feet away. Right, right, yep. That's fine. So you could move twenty feet to the ground, and then move half your speed to climb along the ground. Which is how much movement? Uh, thirty. Okay, so, so half of it's fifteen. So yeah, okay. you could you could hit her while you're prone on the ground. Well, some uh, supposed commander strike would override her dominate personality, would it? <laughs> uh, no, because <laughs> he's not an ally to you right now. Hey, never mind what she said. Do this. But I mean, you could command Boomer to attack her. Yeah, I mean, you could just do that from up there, even. Yeah. Um, throw a javelin at her ass. Okay. 
does a 16 hit? It does. My strength bonus come into play for throwing weapons. It does. Woohoo. Well then. Nine. And I'm wearing fancy leather gloves, so put fire on the javelins if I throw them. Right. So it destroys the javelin in the throw, but I think you do extra damage, we discussed? Uh, yeah, I pretty much make it a toasty missile. All right, so did we... Like, how's a 12 damage toasty missile sound? Okay, that's pretty good. And you want to make another attack? Uh, yeah, as I'm floating into the ground, he's going to scream for Boomer to shoot him with Commander Strike. Shoot her! But, like, he lands with, like, the heroic, like, three-point land. Okay. I'm a shooter. <laughs> All right. So because you're uh, shooting... Would an 18... Would, would an 18 what? Why well, roll a... Oh, never mind. I forego the attack and he makes the... Correct. Attack, right? Correct. But he adds right. your superiority die to the attack roll, I believe. Which is in D8. So let's see how that goes. So, makes it. so Boomer, you are rolling... 2d20s because you're attacking with disadvantage because you're shooting in the melee. Okay. And 2d20s. A d8 and a d4. Okay, here we go. That was not so good. That was better. Uh, d8. So you're taking the lower of the 2d20s, rolling the d8 and d4, and then doing math to those two with the 4 being negative, yeah. the 8 being positive. Okay, so I take the lower. I'm at advantage or disadvantage? You're at disadvantage because you're performing a ranged I'm attack in melee. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, that's, so the first one was an 8, plus 7, it's not going to hit. Minus 2. So it's a what in total? Uh... It's a 13. It's not going to hit. Afraid not. All right. Gahan, is that your initiative? Sorry, guys. Yeah, that's the rest of my turn. Okay. Um, Sleet, you're up. I mean, I'm just going to run up and try and bash out. Yep. With your spirit weapon as well. Correct. I'm I'm coming in hot and heavy. Elle tells him that he hopes his loved ones die from horrible sickness. <laughs> I, I swing at I swing my mauls. So that's uh, it's like minus like one d eight on that. What am I taking minus? Minus one d eight. Elle's using an ability against you. All right. So one d. Is that minus 1d8 on the attack roll or on the damage? Yeah, sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, L's using his bardic inspiration, but in reverse, to take 1d8 away from your roll. Okay. Oh, well, then that is a 3. Woohoo! Okay, now attack with your spirit weapon. Damn it! Uh, bad news. That's 19. That hits. Alright, we will roll damage. Uh, five. Okay. Don't take five damage. 
You bashed about the bits, baby. You deserve that. That's some unkind things. <laughs> Alright. Um, Slate, you will end your turn there. Okay. With the with the prime directive to take all opportunity attacks available to Polluvial right. should he move away from you. I would have done that anyways. Uh, okay. It is the old man's turn. He uh, is still sort of ho- hobbling, and but but sort of feebly extends a finger and shoots a firebolt at Gaharin. Uh, is it just a firebolt, or is he casting fireball? You don't know. He's casting Thank a spell. You. You're right. So I was going to play the cautious and also counterspell that. Yeah, you completely counterspell his firebolt cantrip, and he with both hands, is holding his hood over his face and sobbing, almost. Does... Wait. Uh, does that give Slate an attack opportunity? I am checking right now. Yeah, shit. Oh! No, 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 I'm sorry. Take all that back. I can't do that. That's my... I already used my reaction to use a thing against Slate. Oh. Yeah, I can't. Counterspell takes a reaction. It, it sure does. Alright, so he's going to cast Firebolt on Garen. Uh, well, I'm pretty sure that a, a 9 is going to miss. Please, yes. So a dinky Firebolt just whizzes past Garen. Uh-huh. He um, <clears throat> launches it and then stares directly at the man for a moment. Alright, uh, that's the turn. Boomer, you're up. Okay, uh, quick question. What yep. is my, right now, what would be my jump distance? Like, vertically. Like what? Like, what is my jump distance vertically, like, right now? <laughs> what are you playing at? I'm going to cast jump on myself and flip over this bitch and run. <laughs> All right, let me look for uh, jumps. Does anyone know jump height in fifth edition off the top of their head? Okay, your strength determines how far you can jump. Uh, okay, we're making a vertical jump. When you make a high jump, you leap into the air number of feet equal to 3 plus your strength mod if you move at least 10 feet on foot immediately. Um, when you make a standing high jump, you can jump half that distance. Okay, so you can jump a... Total amount of feet equal to 1.5 times half your strength, uh, plus half your strength modifier. Which is negative one. 
Okay, so you can jump half the greater half of a foot in the air vertically. How tall is she? Probably three, four feet tall. Yeah, even with the jump spell, I couldn't do that. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I like where your head's at, but you're just not a jumping man. No, I'm just not a jumping man. Uh, sadly, I'm not a halfling and can run in between her legs. Damn it. All right. Um... Wait, doesn't um doesn't acrobatics do exactly the thing that you're trying to do? The acrobatic skill. He could also just take the disengage action. Yeah, but but you want to also shoot this turn. I get it. I'm just saying, like <laughs> there are but very gonna... simple mechanical answers to what you're trying to do. Correct. Well, uh, he's just gonna take a swig of booze. And cast burning hands and spit it on this chick. Okay. Uh, I need a dexterity saving throw. All right. My DC is fifty. She fails. Cool. I'm pretty sure it's dexterity. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Three D six fire damage. Roll it out, baby. Yeah, baby. And then remember that your gun is not loaded. Yep. That was me. 13. 13 damage. Okay. And it ignites any flammable objects in the area that aren't being worn or carried. Yep, you are in the ethereal plane. Nothing's flammable. Cool. Uh, dope. And then as a bonus action, I will load my gun. With a thunder Okay. And we'll look at her in the eyes and be like, alright, well, let's fucking do this. Right. And wait for me in the face. Okay. It is Polluvial's initiative. Cool. Uh, what was the rule on casting spells in Melee Combat? Oh, I actually didn't get to checking because I got distracted by you saying you didn't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One moment. Uh, are you finding a, an answer on this? I actually am not. Uh, a quick Google search gives me some forum posts that are like, it doesn't cost anything. It doesn't give any penalties or anything unless it has a ranged touch attack. Okay. Or a ranged attack. Okay, so, alright, go ahead then. Uh, L is going to take a chance and try casting protection from evil on his buddy Slate. Okay. Um, I am going to. Is is there anything about not being willing in that, or uh, just if you cast that on someone? It does. It actually. No, you're right. It says it 
doesn't actually offer rules for what happens if the creature is not willing. It just says one willing creature you touch is protected against certain types of creatures. Then you can't cast it on him since he's not a willing target. Well, then, my turn is wasted. Why? Because I tried to cast a spell on him, but I couldn't. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, you, you try and cast it, and the magic gets rebuked. Or, sorry, in turn. That, yeah. In that case, L goes ahead and uses his last bardic inspiration to tell Boomer to fucking blow her head off already. No, you're not, because I still have a bardic inspiration. You have to use it on something else. I thought you used it when you had no, your disadvantage roll. No, I had it with Gaharan's superiority dice. Oh, then he gives it to Gaharan. Yep. I totally oh. forgot about it until now. Oh, whoops. <laughs> Sorry. That's fine. Uh, Gaharan, also, when I tried to cast that spell, it ended my concentration. So you're no longer levitating. Which is good that he was on the yeah, ground yeah, at the yeah. time. Yeah. He could have taken fucking 20 feet of fog. Oh, I know, I know, but, you know, at least he didn't have to. Yeah. I had to go and bow down the whole way. <laughs> Elbow drop. <laughs> <laughs> Elder drop your dreams, I go deep. <laughs> Alright, so. Um, yeah. Anything else? No, that's it. That's my whole thing. Okay. Uh. Next up is the Baba Yager. Let's do this. Yep. She performs a touch attack on you. Mm -hmm. Does a 20 hit. Yeah. Okay. Is that a spell? Because I would like to get her spell. No, it's not a spell. <laughs> no, sorry. The reason why I'm saying it like that is like I'm legitimately unsure how I would classify this because it's not a spell listed in the spell book. Like, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. A weird homebrew ability that I'm not sure if it's more intrinsically a spell in nature or if it's actually like just some sort of weird off magic type of deal. Um, okay. So, no, you can't counterspell it. And she, like, traces a finger along the side of your face, and then you forget where you're from. Oh. And you have no idea how to get back to wherever it would have been. Oh. And you see her ingest your memory. Healing her for 11 points of damage. And, uh, I'm so mad right now. <laughs> you, you, you should be. Um, and then that's that's her action, so she's going to stand there waiting for you to move so she can stab you. Um, I'm going to put 
my gun up against her throat and just pull the trigger. Right. <laughs> a little dodge this action. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Garen, go ahead. All right. Um, after having a, a 2D little fireball go past his head, uh-huh. um, from a quick eyeball, would Garen be able to throw his one fireball at this man's face without killing or burning all of his teammates? Um, so he's pretty far away from you. He's like 25 feet away from you. So yeah, you mm-hmm. could you could pretty easily throw a fireball at him that would only hit him. Possibly him and the Baba Yaga, or are they? No, no, no. The Baba Yaga is in the complete opposite direction of as of right. the old man. Yeah, <laughs> actually, just throw it a boomer. Let's do this. No, um, <laughs> hit the dirt. <laughs> Get your cover, boys. <laughs> oh, I need to um, start yeah. explosives. Shit. Right. Hell yeah. I am gonna whip a friggin' fireball at this old man who keeps just splooshing attacks at us and then cowering. It's pissing me off now. Okay. Uh, what's the DC for that? Because I think he passed. Uh, let's see. That's my. It's ten plus my dex, right? Uh, I don't know. I I, I know we sussed this out at some point. Um, wouldn't it be the same as his as his uh, martial abilities? No, because he's because he's basically casting fireball through this gauntlet. Oh, uh, yeah, gotcha. So it'd probably be like eight plus proficiency plus intelligence. All right, in that case, that's a solid ten. Okay, well he he passed it, so go ahead and roll damage and then half it for me. All right, uh, I'm gonna try this robot if that's cool because I've yeah. got one d six. Yeah, man, go for it. Where, where is it? Oh, there it is. In the general? Yeah, yep. Yeah. 13 damage. Still dead. Fuck you. I mean, that's not, not that's not zero damage, you know? So, he was huddled to the ground, so you, you, if you were throwing javelins at him, it would be a disadvantage anyway, so. Probably better to just blow up the area he's roughly in and call it a day. <laughs> Are you going to move or do anything? Um, the the polar mastery is just when they enter my... Uh, if they move through it. So, like, if they enter and leave your right. threat range. But nothing's in your right. threat range right now. Right, but that was my action. But can I still move to get in on yeah. the Baba Yaga? Yeah, 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 you could move within melee. Do you want to be within 5 feet or 10 feet melee range of her? 10 feet. I want to make her come at me, bro. Okay. And if she does, you could obviously then get an attack of opportunity at her. Yeah, yeah. A little flacking. Mm-hmm. All right. I got to be not using a shield for some reason. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Slate. So I have a question. Sure. Uh, uh, I assume that I can cast spells while I'm under dominant. As long as the spell is targeted towards L. That, I'm allowed to cast spells, right? That, that like hurts him, yeah. just to, like, do as much harm as possible, Yeah, right? she commanded you to hurt, to attack and kill that man. 
So, so I'm clarifying. Does she want me to like? Is it like a direct order to physically attack, or is it uh, just she, like no? So, so to answer your question, him. she did not specify how she wants you to hurt him. She just wants you to kill him. So, however you see fit. Yeah. Okay. Then Slate would do this. I'm gonna try and bestow curse on L. Okay. So, so L, that's L always... make a make a wisdom saving throw or try to be fifteen. Uh, L's gonna go ahead and counterspell that because he can. Um, bestow curse is what a third level, second level spell. Third level necromancy. Yeah. Right. It's immediately counterspelled. No check. Boo. All right. Okay. Spirit, spirit weapons coming in. Yeah. Spirit weapons coming. Uh, does a tw- uh, not that twenty hit? Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna roll the damage. Where's that damage? Oh, by the way, something that I realized you did in a previous session. Eden, that is yeah. completely illegal, is uh, you did a fun thing where you cast Beacon of Hope to give everyone max healing and yeah. then you cast Mass Healing Word. It is not... You cannot ever cast more than one spell in a turn. So, Mass, mass Healing's a bonus action, isn't it? it? Correct. So, even though it says bonus action, I can only cast one spell per turn? Correct. Huh. I learned something. Yeah. Yeah. If, 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 if you'd like to, I can send you where I got that from. Yeah, not to... It's not because I don't believe you, but I want to read the, the reasoning behind it. Because I'm assuming that they elaborate on why you couldn't do that. Yeah. Because masculine where it says instant, so I assume it doesn't require, you know, more than six seconds. Like, I figure if both of them say instant, it right. means that it's not more than six seconds. So there's got to be reasoning behind it. So, so let me whatever be- it is, I want let me let me be frank with you. Uh, I'm not yeah. against your really cool spell combo. So like, if you want to do that exact same sort of thing in the future, I'm not going to prohibit you from it. I think that is there to prevent sorcerers and people that can do shit like this, you know, cast a like dump a bunch of damage in one turn. Right. So I mean, like, if you feel like if you feel that it is the rule is justified then i'll follow it i'm not like saying that i'm against it and that's reasonable reasoning because i'm assuming like a sorcerer with twin cast and then like you know bonus actions and stuff like that like instant spells could just melt something if they wanted to yeah well the thing is sorcerers get meta magic through their sorcery points where they can like quicken shit where they turn any one action spell into a bonus action right and you can always subsidize actions into bonus actions so like you could do some pretty goofy stuff with right. that. So I, I think that that fine. sort of rule is to prohibit that kind of shenanigans. Whereas okay. what you're doing, I think is not only really wholesome by comparison, but also really engine, like really um, ingenious. So I'm really not against it, but okay. I just want to cool. let you know that I have read that since our last meeting. Um, like I said, I'll try and find it and send it to you guys so you can see it. But as it stands, I'm not really against it because none of you guys are really abusing the system, so I'm fine with it. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, also, so, sorry, Hell, uh, max damage. That's 12 damage from the seven track. Bonk. See? Okay. Uh, so that you'll end your turn in melee range of L to hurt him if he walks away. Cool. And uh, okay, it's the it's the old man's turn. He is going to uh, cast a spell, 
where he casts, I think it's Wall of Stone that you can manipulate into a dome. Is that right? Does that sound right to people? Uh, yeah, you're correct. So he casts Wall of Stone on the sort of tenth, uh, five-foot circle around Geheran. Uh, Geheran, you are now inside of a dome of stone. He does get a dexterity save against that. Oh, good. Man, I want this spell. It's so weird. All right, and for once, uh, uh, I'm not sure that he does. Seeing in the second oh, paragraph. Yeah, 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 so, like, imagine that she's 12 o'clock. You, like, combat, dodge, like, sprint and roll to, like, 10 o'clock. So you're still within 10 feet of her, but uh, outside of that ring. Alright. Okay. Yeah. Alright, uh, that's his turn. And uh, reset the initiative to Boomer. Boomer? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Sorry, I was I was muted. I forgot I was. Uh do I still get to disadvantage on an attack if I just put the barrel of the gun right up against your skull? The way the way it's worded in combat is if you are in melee range and you're performing a ranged weapon attack, you do so at disadvantage. So she's going to take an attack of opportunity? Yep. Uh, I'm pretty sure that a 22 hits you. 22? Yeah. Yeah. Um, make a constitution save. The Bane? No, the Bane is worn off. Sorry, I should have said that on your initiative. Oh, okay, cool. Then that is a 17. You pass by one. Hell yeah! But you do get stabbed. That is fine. <laughs> and, that and, was so good. And take 12 damage from it. Okay. 
gonna shoot it. Yep. Cool. Roll the hit with all of the benefits that you have on you right now. Perform your gun cut. Uh, non-natural 20. Okay. Roll to hit. Uh, roll damage. Hell yeah. Eat shit. So that's 10 uh, piercing damage. Okay. And... And then 10 lightning damage. Okay. Thunder damage. So 20 in yeah. total. Okay, you're you're. Uh, I'm also, oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Uh, I'm gonna bonus action reload, and then continue to get the hell out of dodge. Like I want a semicircle and get back around here. Okay, okay. So let me so, cut you off before you do all that, because you might change your tone after oh, your damage okay. resolves. Go ahead. Um, so your thundermonger round ex like explodes a hole through the Baba Yaga, uh, and oh. even like shoots and breaks a hole in the stone dome behind her. Uh, and the Baba Yaga, like, points her dagger wickedly as her face begins to crack, and then she falls apart into a pile of rabbits... Uh, sorry, not rabbits. Um, frogs, centipedes, and other, like, pestilence. Uh, okay, well, I want to... I don't have any actions left, do I? Well, do I, mean, I remember anything I, that she took from me? No, you do not. But she's not dead yet. Uh, as I move around, can I stomp on those things, like, as a movement? Uh, yeah, you can You can take your bonus action to stomp them out, or your, I guess, yeah, just part of your movement, you can stomp a bunch my of movement. the... Yeah. Um, is that my movement or my bonus action? Uh, let's just say part of your movement. If you wanna, okay. if you wanna not move any amount of distance other than the five feet you moved away from her, and you used your bonus action to reload, you can take like a couple of stomps cool. into the. Yeah, that's what I'll do. And then I'm going to look over at the old dude and I'm like, "Come for you next, you son of a bitch." He looks terrified. Good. Uh, and that will be my turn. Okay. Uh, Pluvial. Is uh, Slate still attacked? Still, like, obviously... He has not he changed his... He has not changed the way he looks at you now. Okay. Uh, not good. Uh, Elk casts invisibility on himself. Okay. And then runs towards the house. Uh, Slate, make a perception check at disadvantage. L, oh. L make a stealth at, uh, at disadvantage. Uh, 17 is the lower one. Okay. As, at disadvantage is 21? At disadvantage. I'm sorry. Uh, 11. Okay. So you're able to detect him leaving your threat range. You can see him splish splash in the bog. Uh, 
Am I swinging at him? You you are not only swinging at him, you feel your weapon thrum with energy as ensnaring smite has been cast upon it. Oh, okay. Well, the attack is for... 16. AC 16? Hey. Um, I hate to interrupt, but my homeowners association just showed up outside, and I've got to go figure out what's going on. Yep, do that. Um, uh, Kenny could ask you to either take care of Garen, or he just picks his nose. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I got an idea of what you'd probably do in most of your turns. Yeah, kill. Yep. All right, I'll be back shortly, hopefully. Yeah, 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 go on, my dude. So does a 16 hit? Yeah, a 16 hits. Okay. So, so do I roll damage with a bonus? So, no, uh... He just makes a strength save, or he's restrained. Okay. Uh, and the damage is... Seven damage. Okay. Uh, strength save. Yep. Fourteen. That is a fail. You are... Uh, magical vines uh, sort of embrace you, pierce you for 1d6 damage which is four damage, uh, and you are restrained. Okay. On each of your turns, you can use an action to make a strength check to get free. Sure. Okay. Um, it is... Is, is invisibility a bonus or a regular action? Invisibility is a spell, it's an action. Okay. Um, Alright, so then that's your turn, since you can't move. And Geheron. Um, Geheron will take his full round to run over to the old man and attack him uh, twice. Uh, that's a hit and a miss. Does this, he, he swings a glaive, right? Which is D10. Yep. I'm going to ballpark and says he adds plus four to his attacks. I actually don't know. Does anyone know? Um. All right. So he's going to do 10 damage to the old man. And, uh, oh, shit. He makes that with advantage because uh, the guy's prone. Oh, wow, he critical with his off attack, so he just does max uh, 18 more damage. Hell yeah. Go get Kick an ass. Right, kick an ass while not even here. And of course, I can critical my own fucking enemies. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so... Um, it is Slate's initiative. Um, so, knowing that when I cast the spell, it didn't work. I'm just going to try and beat face again. Okay. And he's not—he's still invisible, but you can clearly see a humanoid being suspended in place by vines right in front of you. And when you yeah. hit it, the invisible person last time, it sounded a lot like L getting hit by a mace. It was satisfying. Um, uh, that's another 16 for me to hit. Okay. And it's uh, almost a brown, so you actually uh, your advantage on that. Oh, it's advantage? Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, so the next one was a 23, so I'm assuming that hits too. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so damage. Uh, uh, eight damage. Okay. Uh, spirit weapons coming in. Does spirit weapon get advantage? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, ooh, does a thirteen hit? Yeah. Oh no, thirteen misses. All right. No, no, no. I'm bound. That removes my dex bonus. No, that's not a thing in this. There's no flat footed or anything like that, as far as I know. Double check me, but I'm pretty sure that restricted doesn't remove your any AC. Yeah, no, 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 it doesn't. Okay, well, uh, 13 was the highest one. So. Roll, roll right. damage on your spirit weapon anyway. I did. What, what was I got that? a 9 and a 13. Okay, so he... Uh, no, no, roll damage on your spirit oh, weapon. damage, my bad. Because he's being restrained by something and you missed him, you, you hit what's restraining him. Oh, okay, um... Six... You fucking destroy the va- the vines that are restraining him. Yeah, I'm helping. <laughs> Slate's visibly enraged by this, by the way. Right. Mm. Uh, okay, then you end your turn there, ready to strike him again. Okay. It is the old man's turn. Um, he uh, feebly pulls out a scroll and attempts to cast it. Geheran gets an attack of opportunity on this, I believe. Uh, and fucking crits him again. And kills him. Fuck. Good. Yeah, angry. I'm real mad. He was about to cast Firestorm, which is a 7th level spell. Oh. Oh. Well, he doesn't get an attack of opportunity on that, does he? He's casting an attack spell. Does it get an attack? Does it have a ranged attack roll? I guess. Who cares? Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. 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 Don't roll. Shut the hell up, L. My bad. My bad. Shut the hell up. (laughs) If you want to see another birthday, shut the hell up. But don't. But don't you want to sign the homework? You forgot the homework. I don't want the homework. (laughs) Uh, But he did attempt to cast it, so it will burn the scroll. Uh, up of its magic. So you fucks don't get a free spell. Um, okay. Oh, damn. Yeah. So it uh, his his visage sort of melts away and turns out that he was indeed the Baba Yaga all along. The old man's visage sort of fades like, like clay off of his face and Geheran stands over the recently defeated actual Baba Yaga. Looks like the fake one. And uh, all all lost memories within the party and others in the world are returned to them. You can see sort of an explosion of like wispy souls almost sort of flow out of the dead Baba Yaga and several of them flow into your party members. Um, Everyone roll a d20 and let me know who gets the lowest score. It's just flat d20? Yeah, like a death save. Okay. Anyone anyone beat a six with a lower roll? Nope. Nope. Alright, I'm gonna roll for Geheron and for Nope, neither of them beat a six. Slate, yeah, it's me. Slate, uh you're going to be receiving a memory that will shake you to your core. You are you are shaken, not terrified. Um so no no like 
stat penalties or anything, but I'll message you between sessions to let you know what you remembered, even though you weren't there for it. Okay. Okay. Uh, and I'll, I will record it after the session's over so people can listen to it. Okay. Okay, but uh, a moment later, the sort of black smoky shackles uh, you know, disappear off of you guys and you can hear the friendly Baba Yaga that you were talking to whose voice go, well done dearie, I feel my sister's presence leave this realm and you can see this sort of large wicked old hand come through the clouds and grab you all uh, and then you guys fly through the skybox of the world for a moment moving at ungodly speeds until you are back and you can see your 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 bodies lying on the ground at rest and the hand just throws your spirits into your bodies and you all wake up with your backs on uh, warm earth. Uh, on the way, like, being ripped super fast, Boomer will scream, What about the loot? El has his She probably has sweet shit in that cabin. Plus, we should have burned it down. So you guys wake up, and the Baba Yaga that you guys have befriended is there, and she's preparing what is probably some of the most delicious soup you've ever smelled. Maybe it's because she's actually a talented cook. Maybe it's because it would be the first thing you've eaten in who knows how many days, uh, because it's not the same day it was when you left. So you all come to your senses. You realize it's a different day because it's, you know, different weather outside. And she goes, oh, you're back, dearies. That took about three days. Faster than I thought. You oh. boys are efficient. Oh, no. Oh, hell. We probably missed our train, boy. You were... Well, we're going to soon. Well, you guys had just, just about... Just, four days extra, so you just burn through all four of them. Oh, okay. It was two weeks to two weeks before the, the, the merchant's vessel left, and it's been four days since you left, even though you've only traveled, like, half a day. And okay. And it's, like, you know, right. nine and a half days of travel. So you guys have, like, six hours or so spare to, to get there. All right. Bad, I guess. Um, yeah, we got the job done. We got our memories back. So, thank you. Yeah, you remember, you know, where you're from. Geheron and uh, Valandes both remember their mothers. Um, I'm sure it's probably a heart wrenching moment, except neither of the fucking players are here right now. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, it's kind of a bummer that this is happening without them, but whatever. I'm sure we'll have a, a nice emotional moment next session when they're both here. Yeah, sure. And uh, yeah, so so you guys are back. She offers you some warm soup and some reward for killing her evil sister. What, what kind of reward? She. More soup. <laughs> yeah, it, the the soup is is a like cream of mushroom type of deal. Yep. And it's also got uh, oyster in it. Uh, uh, she's the best. I'm staying. 
<laughs> you guys can go save the world. This place is awesome. <laughs> this place has soup. All right, so uh, she serves you guys the soup, and as you guys enjoy it or don't, um, Slate doesn't eat the soup. Okay, she fetches. Uh, terrified. That's fair. She fetches a. Uh, you ever play a uh, DM's Guide? Is? I'm rewarding my players with stuff, which is a moot point because they have infinite fucking money, so. <laughs> Actually, my coffers are pretty low at this point. Aw, yeah, that's very sad. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm almost super broke. Aw, maybe you could sell that's that robe cool. of eyes. Someone shouldn't just explode my super cool new diamond encrusted laser thing that I had on my eye. It was super cool. Alright, so. Can't have anything you, she offers you all um, a pair of boots and a cloak that says, uh, and she says, the boot should be given to the one amongst you who likes to hide amongst the shadows the most. And also, you whoever needs the most protection from those that would seek them harm should use the cloak. The, it, it's boots of elven kind and a cloak of protection. I think maybe we should give the boots to Valen. I mean, he's pretty sneaky. Okay. Yep. And I'm going to be honest, I, I would like that cloak. Just saying. Slate continues to have nothing to contribute. He's very silent. Okay. Well, uh, that was fine with other people getting protection. Oh, sweet. Uh, and she pulls a thing out of her, con um, I almost said contaminant pouch, uh, her, her um, spell component pouch. It's a pair of small metal pipes that are chained together on one side. It almost looks like a pair of dunchucks if they were like larger and more intimidating looking. Uh, and she sort of um, points to the door and she like smacks the two chimes together and it makes a little pleasant noise that you can hear the door unlock. And she offers you all these chimes as well. Oh. What do these do, ma'am? I just showed you, young man. They open doors and other things. Well, th thank you kindly. It is much appreciated. Well, you've all done uh, me quite the service. It's a it's a set of um, chime of opening. Oh, sure. We'll hold on to those. That seems fine. Um, we are much appreciative, Mrs. Yaga. She smiles and goes, "Very well, boys. Be safe, and may nature always protect you." 
um, the chimes, by the way, are just as how they read in the DM's guide, and they have eight uses to them. Okay, so you guys do what now? Uh, I guess we get back on the on the cart and head our way out. Yeah. Thank her for the food and everything else, and beat uh, feet to the to the boat. Okay. I mean, unless anybody else has anything else they want to do in the Baba Yaga's hood. No? No one? Good. We're getting in the getting in the car. Or the carriage. Sorry. Yep. Cars don't exist. <laughs> yep. So it gets in the carriage without any opposition. Okay. Uh, you guys bundle up in the carriage and mosey on your way eastbound. Uh, it's a quiet ride for the majority of the way there. You're, got, you're about two days out. Um, did you guys hasten your pace? or Because like, you, you, you could be there in six, seven days if you hastened your pace. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'd try to push the spiders as far as I could. Okay. So you arrive there in seven days. Um and or yeah in in about you know six seven days and uh you realize you've done about 20 gold worth of repairs and damage to the spiders by hustling them that hard all right that's no biggie yep and uh so yeah you guys arrive you can see in the distance the port town that you were destined to go to um, it's a pretty modest town, maybe only like a couple hundred people live there, uh, and that's even counting the visitors, but it's got a pretty respectably sized port. You can see that there's a couple dozen ships at, uh, at dock, and there's no walls on this village or a town that are, you know, noteworthy. It seems pretty peaceful, all things considered. Uh, what part well, of good? What was that? I said, what part of town do you guys aim to head to? Um, you guys want to go find the boat first, and then uh, find an inn afterwards. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Cool. We'll do that then. Okay. So you guys, uh, pretty quickly, um, find yourselves at the dock. Do you guys remember the name of the ship you were supposed to get to? I do not. The Gilded Fern. Correct. Oh shit, is it? No, I just I thought you actually knew, but you don't. No, I was guessing, but it sounded good. Um I'm pretty sure I mentioned it. Uh yeah. Yeah, you guys are in the port town of Madesh. And you're looking for Captain Fudon. That's what it was. I, I don't remember the name. Cool. We will go and ask around for Captain Fudon. Uh, they point you to a large uh, 
galley ship. It's uh, not particularly pretty, but it's not a, you know, it's it's a well-crafted vessel, to be sure. And there is very clearly a series of deckhands working to upload uh, crates of presumably merchandise onto the vessel as you arrive. There is a relatively dapper young man dressed in very fine clothes of a sky blue persuasion. Um writing on a clipboard-like thing when you arrive. Alright. Uh, uh, excuse me, sir? Pardon me? Uh, Hello? He turns to you, and without breaking eye contact after, you know, acknowledging you with his eyes, he looks back to the ship and goes, Yes, what can I do for you, sir? Uh, hi, yeah. Uh, my name is, uh, Boomer Brechem, and these are uh, my friends. Uh, we're here with the Coalition. I believe uh, 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 an acquaintance of ours has uh, booked us passage on your ship. And he sort of uh, flips through a couple sheets of papyrus and goes, Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. The, the captain will be expecting you. You're early. The captain likes that. Good call. Um, is, I assume, you, you have any luggage, or I believe there, I was told you have a cart or a carriage of some sort where it's to ferry across the ocean. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, he'll just, like, point back behind him with his thumb, pointing to the, the part with the spiders. The man nods. Like, yeah. The man nods. It was very good, very good. Um, he, here, and he sort of pulls, he sort of takes a few steps over uh, and produces a small wooden box with a rubber stamp next to it. And goes, please, this box is filled with a pad soaked with squid ink. Uh, if you would kindly stamp your labor animals and the and the vehicle itself, and then bring it just where you can see the dock workers are bringing onto the ship, all of it should be put on the vessel in short order. Uh, if you find yourself speaking to the captain, which I should advise you to do so, uh, he sort of, for the first time, breaks eye contact with the vessel, um, and the people working on it, and points to a saloon uh, a short distance away. It's like a sort of monikers is like a drunk sailor holding a, a mug up, and it's just like the salty, or it's a, the, the cheery salt man or some shit like that. Mm. And he goes, the captain will be there in his private room upstairs. If you request him, there will be a messenger sent to him. Uh, he will be overjoyed to meet with you before the deadline. As you turn to walk away, the person says, Oh, and should you need a name to get close to the captain, I am first mate Papiso. Uh, please send my regards. All right, so you stamp it up and drive it over to the dock. The dock, dock workers immediately sort of size up how what order they're going to have to put your your uh, caravan into the brig and go, sort of 
give you a nod and one of them gives you a little thumbs up. Boomer? Hello? Hi. Alright, so uh, the dock workers like size up the, the, the caravan and give you a thumbs up. It's cool. Did you hear what I said at all? I did not. My phone shorted out. Oh, Sorry. Ba- basically, the, the the dock workers gave you a thumbs up after seeing cool, cool. after seeing what they're gonna upload to the. Uh... Cool. Are my are my uh, spiders gonna be okay until I can get back to the boat and fix them? Uh, yeah, yeah. They're not falling apart. It's just you're gonna have to put in some repairs before you can hustle them anymore for a while. Sure that they weren't going to be like, oh, okay, we get to the boat and then fall apart. No, 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 not that bad. They're not that badly damaged. Cool. But just like you can see the strain you put on them. Yep, uh, I got you. Okay. Um, then, uh, guys, let's. You want to go meet the captain, and then we'll. Uh, if there's anything we need to pick up and grab it in. Sleep for the. I think we have two more days, right? Yeah, you guys are two days ahead of schedule. We got two days unless the captain wants to leave early, but, you know, we should uh, just see what's going on. Mm. Alright, so you guys go to the salon, the saloon you were motioned towards? Uh, yeah. Alright, you guys walk up to the door of the saloon. It is uh, There is a, a doorman present who sort of gently bows and then opens the door to you uh despite the fact that it's a bar on the edge of a dock it's quite well kept uh there's some form of carpeting for most of the floor the 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 tables that aren't being you know served to are freshly weighted and clean uh the the barkeep gives you a, a a nice loud and friendly hello um, and you are immediately waited upon by a servant boy who asks if you're here to see someone or here to eat and drink. Uh, Slate's going to ask the servant boy where the nearest house of Il Repu is. Uh, Il Repu, sir? Uh, any of the other establishments along the, the dock, uh, I, I think you'll find to your liking. Uh, with that, uh, Slate's going to turn to the party and say that, uh, it- how much time do we have left out of character? Uh, two days. Two days. couple days. Okay. So, yeah, a slate's going to be like, I'll be back in a few days. And kind of like heads in the direction of the dock. Okay. What, 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 wait, what do you mean you're going to... Uh, all right, man. Bye. Good talking to you. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that guy. <laughs> He's always, he's either like, oh, I'm here to heal you, let's be friends, and the next minute he's like, oh, what was me? <laughs> oh, wait, uh, is Arn back? Yeah, Arn's back. Yeah. Alright, cool. Sorry, I saw the message, but I hadn't heard anything from you. Um, I, I was trying to context in there. Yeah, yeah, no, I get you. Um, so, did you, so, so you've gotten it that you guys are in the port town of Madesh? 
Yes. All right, and you're looking for Captain Fudon. All right. So you guys uh, go in, and so so the servant boy, you know, asked if you guys are here to meet anybody, or or here to drink and and eat. Uh, yes. Oh. And he, the servant boy sort of smiles. He goes, "Well, which one is it, sir?" Uh, well, um, we're here to meet someone, a captain. Boudon, uh, his first mate, uh, Capisan. Capisan. Yeah, that guy told us to, uh, meet him here. The servant boy sort of nods and goes, excuse me a moment, sirs, I'll go make sure that the captain is expecting company. I'll be right back with you. And he sort of darts off up the stairs. Um... A moment passes before awkwardness sets in. The servant boy reappears, a little out of breath from running back and forth. And he goes, "Uh, yes, the captain will see you, gentlemen. Uh, He's upstairs, second door on the left. I started walking then. Okay. So you guys, uh, you know, get up the stairs and you see that the second door on the left is guarded by a big, burly, broad-shouldered woman who uh, is leaning on a battle axe like a walking stick and looks you all up and up and down as if to size you up for a spar and goes, you the cargo? Uh, I mean, we're people, but yeah, we're, we're boarding the ship. She could, whatever, captain's waiting for you. Whatever, we're going to thank you for being so polite. Um, and she opens the door with her foot sort of like kicks it back and opens the door Uh, I will make my way wait is anybody following me I don't know no one has really said a a word oh yeah yeah absolutely I thought that was implicit yeah I figured that was the case I was scared that I'm sassing off this giant woman with a battle axe by myself like, you know, I sass her off, and then I'm I mean, just like, uh, I've got all my dudes with me, and then I turn around, and no one's there. <laughs> Whether we're behind you or not, you're you're definitely sassing that woman by yourself. Hey, listen. Karen will be there. We do this as a family, damn it. You're a family unit. I sass off, you sass off. I'm doing your job here. Sass. Doing more sass. This woman was described as incredibly strong looking. Yes. Karen wiggles his eyebrows. She, um... Boards have eyebrows? Uh, I mean, eye they ridges. have, like, eye ridges, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. That's super cool. She sort of flexes her pecs. I return the flex. She rolls her eyes and points her head towards the inside of the room. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. So I assume you guys walk in there. Oh, yeah. Um, There is a man that would rival L's foppishness. (laughs) Sitting in a wide chair with one arm laid upon an armrest, leaning back towards the other one, uh, swirling a broad glass of wine in a brandy snifter. Uh, Cheeks gently rosed, 
and looks you all and goes, Oh, yes, the honored guests. Hello. And sort of like gently bows without getting up. Uh, I am Captain Fudan. I understand I'm to ferry you from this side to the other. Uh, Boomer's gonna kind of like lean over to L and just whisper, about like, is that your dad? <clears throat> no, you, no, it's not. Okay. You should probably talk to him. Yes, yes, we are. We are your patrons on this trip. I understand arrangements have been made. Food, Captain Fudan nods and goes, yes, yes, yes. I, I am glad that you all made it ahead of schedule. We had the intention of leaving tomorrow, but we extended our deadline by a day. Uh, no judgments meant, obviously. You all have impressed me quite thoroughly by being so punctual, but as you might expect... People in my line of work have an expectation of people in your line of work uh, with being the word uh, tardy. Well, we pride ourselves on our lack of tardiness. Uh, Captain Fidani. sort of looks up and is like, is that going to shake his head. Yeah, that's how you say that. Uh, Captain Fidan nods and takes a swig of his wine. Uh, and points to, with his offhand, to a uh, ca- a small cask of wine and a series of other brandy snifters sitting next to it and goes, Please, please, honored guests you all are to me and my crew. There's uh, no reason for us not to get even gently acquainted over a couple of rounds of wine, yes? My first mate is getting the ship in order. Hell smiles broadly. I mean, sure. Uh, I mean, I gotta pick up some supplies before we leave, Captain. But yeah, he, he nods and says, "Well, if you and the rest of your party are in town, if not right present before me, which I think must be the case, because if I remember correctly, the ledger said that I'm also transporting a dwarf across the ocean, and I even made extra sure to have extra room in the hold for him. Is are they not around?" got a little moody and wandered off. Uh, he said he'd be back in two days because we thought that's the time limit we had. Well, um, and we can keep to that timetable, my good gnome, but if we... If you find your friend tomorrow before the sun sets, we could leave that night even and save ourselves a half day of travel. Well, he headed off towards the docks, uh, so he might be around there somewhere. Well... Let us have a drink or two, and then you all can go on your rapscallion scavenging quest. And should you find him before two days from now, we can leave post-haste. All right, that sounds good. Until then, uh, I will be here or downstairs drinking as much wine as I can, because I'm not sure if you've become acquainted. It's very difficult to correctly transport wine over the high seas. So I imbibe when I'm on land, and that's all. Wait, oh, that wasn't wine. Never mind. Uh, I was about to say the last ship we were on might have had wine, but then it wasn't. Anyways, yeah, let's drink. All right. 
and with and as you all sort of raise a glass of wine with the uh, quite sloshed captain, we will roll credits for the night. Uh, I hope you all have enjoyed tonight's session. I have been, as always, your dungeon master, Kenny. We have the uh, recently reacquainted with his homeland that he only was no longer acquainted with for a brief moment, Artifice Wizard. Hey, y'all. It's Dylan playing Boomer. Y'all have a good night. Our cleric who has seen things that shouldn't have been seen by him. Hey, guys. This is Scott playing Sleep, sleep Tight. Um, Palu- uh, sorry. Uh, the, the bard that may have met his foptacious match. Hardly. Uh, it's Austin playing out. And our fighter who is really jazzed to just have his memory of his mumsy back. Hey everybody, have a good night. Alright, so good night everybody. Please leave except for Slate. Good night guys. Good night. Don't leave me. Hey, wait, before we leave, level up? Um, I'll think about it. Yeah, all right. Could all right, I get right, a quick right. summary of the after fight? Oh, yeah, so... Bye. bye. So, basically, you delivered the final blow to the old man, who turned out to, in fact, be the Baba Yaga in disguise. Yes, that's what I wanted to do, is just go full balls in on him. Yep. Uh, I, uh... I criticaled my own boss twice with you. Did it feel good? Uh, it felt real bad, but I'm sure it would have felt real good for you if you were here. <laughs> but yeah, no, you killed the, the Baba Yaga. The good Baba Yaga brought you back. Um, you guys, turns out you, you had been in that ethereal realm for a total of three days. So you guys just barely made your uh, travel time. Um, by hastening the spiders, so they're actually in a state of moderate disrepair. So Boomer's going to spend probably the majority of the, the, the voyage fixing them. But, uh, yeah, you guys arrived, and uh, you guys were gifted by the good Baba Yaga, a chime of unlocking, boots of elven kind, and a cloak of protection. Nice. Um... I don't remember who all got what. I think they gave the boots of Elven kind to Valandess. Uh, Boomer got the cloak, and L has the chimes. Works. Okay. Oh, oh. And with that, I guess you gentlemen have a good night. Yep, take care. <clears throat> and then there was one. Then there was one. So Slate, when the memor- when the, the sort of memories flew out of the Baba Yaga... Uh, an old ancient memory flew into you from before you were... I don't know, how old are you? Uh, that's a good question. Sleep is... What is my age? Uh, 28. Uh, you're only 28 years old? No, sorry. 88. Whoops. Uh, I can't have a beard then, at 28. Yeah, uh, that's true. Uh, actually, yeah, this does take place before your time. Um, uh, long ago... You are you sort of see this moment in a in a part of the world you don't quite recognize, although it, it smells tropical in the air. You see this large vat of bubbling tar and blood, and a circle of cultists standing around it, praising some sort of weird effigy that's protruding, uh, almost moving like a skeleton of a dragon 
moving its way up out of the bubbling b blood and tar. Uh, and you can see that there is a sort of uh, so pseudo-Aztecian like stone temple before yeah. this pool. And a uh, priest uh, is, is actively throwing other cultists into this tar and blood as sacrifices, living sacrifices. Uh, and you can hear through the incantations, it seems to be them resurrecting a dead god of death. fade when you see a host of paladins with gilded feathery wings flying in to destroy and disrupt the ritual and that's where the memory ends okay you're seeing it from the perspective of one of those paladins and then a wicked tarry claw lashes from the uh the sacrificial pool and kills you And uh, as a side note, in case you're interested, that's actually a direct snippet from one of my earlier campaigns, the first campaign that took place in the Alzar. Is that recorded? Uh, no, it's not, unfortunately. Boo. Yeah. I was like, because I would listen to that. Yeah, it was it was a pretty good campaign. Uh, you can ask Thatch about it. He was in it. All right, cool. I will. All right, man. So that's something for you to deal with. Um, it's not really planned to have any big like impact on the campaign. It was just kind of a story bead. That I wanted to play with. Okay. Yeah. All right. So have fun, and I'll see you next week. All right. See you next week. Good night.